Welcome to Soft Talks Radio, but far from soft topics. Thank you for joining us today, a place for sisters of faith, where we will talk about real life topics, real situations, and how we can relate to women in the Bible in our daily walk. Now, I am your host, Lady Q, evangelist, mentor, and life coach out of Volusia County, Florida. Now, if you would like to know more about Sisters of Faith or have a prayer request, please go to www.sistersofaithwm.org. And if you have any questions or comments, we can be contacted at sistersofaith at gmail.com. Dear God, I thank you for allowing us to see another day, oh God. Lord, I ask that you cover each and every individual under the sound of my voice, oh God. Lord, that you be a beacon of light in their life, oh God. That you cover them in the situations that they may go through, oh God. That you be a light on their path, oh God. And Lord, I ask that you allow their light to ever so shine brightly in every environment that they are in in the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, I ask, oh God, that you open the hearts of your people that they may be able to receive the word that you have for them to receive, oh God. Those that are going through issues, Lord, Lord, I I ask that you give them what they need to come out of that situation in the name of Jesus. Lord, those that are struggling with some things, oh God, Lord, I ask that you lighten their load in the name of Jesus so they don't have to struggle, oh God, that they know that they can come to you because when they come to you, they will gain strength in you, oh God, that they will gain clarity in you in the name of Jesus, that you will show them the vision that you have for them, oh God, that you will use them mightily in the name of Jesus, oh God. So, Lord, I ask that you decrease us as you increase, oh God, that their hearts may be ever so open to your word in the name of Jesus, that there may be a transformation that will happen. There will be a change that will happen in their life, oh God. Lord, the blockers that are in their way, Lord, I ask that you remove it right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. Let nothing block them from where they're supposed to go, oh God. Let nothing hinder them from their purpose in the name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, we rebuke anything that is not like you in the name of Jesus, that we can stand firm, oh God, in what you've called us to, oh God. Allow the foundation of your people to continue to be strengthened, oh God. And Lord, although we may sway and we may may stumble sometimes, Lord, allow our footing to not be unsure in the direction in which we are going, oh God. Lord, I ask that you keep us covered and you keep us bared up, oh God. And as we journey on, oh God, allow the words that are being imparted into your people that they don't hold on to it and become gluttonous in the spirit, oh God. But Lord, that they impart the same word that's imparted into them, oh God, that they imparted to others as they cross paths with other people, oh God. Lord, Lord, allow us to be ever loving and to be ever present for those that need us in the name of Jesus, oh God. And Lord, I ask that again that you cover each and every one of us as we go through our day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hello, this is your host, Lady Q, and today our topic is going to be focused on self-check. 
Now, oftentimes we go to the doctor and the doctor tell us as women, we need to check ourselves and we need to check this and we need to make sure that we're healthy. Um, we need to make sure we're eating the right things. And we have to look at what we're putting in our refrigerator. We have to look at what we're putting in our body. We have to look at all of these different things and making sure that we're living a healthy lifestyle. And sometimes we'll live the healthy lifestyle for a while. We'll eat right. We'll do the right things. We'll drink our water. We'll do all of these different things. And then um, we get to this place and we find ourselves you know, going to a fast food restaurant or eating something that's not healthy and it will cause us to go down this road and journey into eating all different kind of things that we're not supposed to eat and putting different things in our body that we're not supposed to put in our body. And even when it comes to the self-check for women, a lot of times we ignore those things. We ignore checking ourselves and um, we end up in situations because we didn't do our self checks and time have went by too far and now we're dealing with other issues. And the interesting thing about that is that um, we need to take the time to check ourselves daily on a regular basis, even when it comes to our spiritual walk and how we communicate with people and how we act or react to people and the things that we say and even the things that we don't say. A lot of times we just go through life and we just say that this is who I am. This is the type of person that I am and either people can take it or people can leave it. And even in the church, it's so many of us who are just ourselves and we're boldly ourselves and we expect for people to take us as we are and say that I'm still growing and God is still working on me. We use these different cliches to um, give us a pass on how we should be acting. We use these cliches to ignore how we're treating people to ignore the things that we're doing to ignore even being in alignment with God. And so we get to a place where we quit checking ourselves and truth be told, we should be checking ourselves on a regular basis. Um, the type of conversations we have, who we engage with, the type of friends that we have, the things that we allow to come into our environment, we should be checking ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis and if we took the time to check ourselves then maybe there are certain situations that we wouldn't have to deal with or encounter um in our life and so even when we go to james chapter one starting we're going to start at verse 21 it says therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, 
this one will be blessed in what he does. And we end at verse 25. And so to go back over it, it talks about us laying aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness. You know, we got to lay aside those things that weigh us down. We got to lay aside the thoughts that we think and the actions that we have that are not in alignment with God. You know, a lot of times we get so caught up in our own way and our own thinking and, and how we think, 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 think should be and our own perception of, 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 of everything and not realizing that our thoughts can become judgmental. When we look at another person, we begin to judge them based off of how we think they should be, or we begin to judge them based off of the things that they're doing, or maybe they're not responding to things the way that we think they should. And we become judgmental and actually it begins to overflow in our actions. It begins to overflow in conversations that we haven't with other people and not realizing we're beginning to walk in a way that's ungodly. And the word says, you know, receive with meekness the implanted word. The word should be implanted in our life. The instruction, the Torah that God has has given us should be implanted in us, not sprinkled on us. It only lasts for a second. It should be implanted in us because when something is implanted in you, it will begin to take root and it will bear the fruit that that comes out of what's implanted. So if the word of God, his instruction, his Torah is implanted in you, what will come out of that is love and and meekness and gentleness and kindness and self-control Um. um uh, love, godliness. These are the different things that will, that will come out of it. And we have to be mindful in that, you know, and when we are walking in those things, these are the things that will save our souls. And we got to be doers and not only hearers, which mean, um, this walk is a walk of action. We just can't read the word and say, I know the word and, you know, um, I know what God requires of me and things of that nature. We got to jump into action because faith is an action word. Love is an action word. Godliness is an action word. Having self-control requires action. To gain knowledge requires action. The kindness that we should have towards one another requires action and therefore we have to move in what we're doing we have to be doers of the instruction that God has given us because if we're only hearers and we're not doers we're only deceiving ourselves we're not deceiving anybody else we can say yeah I know the scripture I know the word and I can quote all these scriptures and therefore we begin to deceive ourselves because we have all of this knowledge but is it truly implanted in you? Is it, does it lives in you? Does it bear the fruit that, that, that should come up out of it? Because if we're only hearers, there's no way that we can truly bear the fruit that God has for us to bear, you know, and it says, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. 
for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forget what kind of man he was. So if all you are is hearing the word and you're not doing anything about it, it's almost like standing in the mirror in your natural body and you see what you look like and you see, you know, the different flaws and you see the things that need to be changed. But at the same time, when you walk away, because the flaws is not directly in your face, you don't see them anymore. You forget about them. You forget about the flaws that are there. You forget about every spot and blemish that you see. And so those that are hearers of the word and not doers, they hear the word, they read the word, they realize there are certain areas in their life that maybe need work. But then once they close the Bible or once they quit hearing the preaching, they don't think about those areas in their life that need to be worked on. And so for that, we need to check ourselves. Sometimes we need to stand in the mirror a little bit longer. We need to stand in the mirror and really point out, these are the things that I need to work on in my life. These are the things that I need to be better in. My actions and how I treat people need to be better. Because if we take the time to truly stand in the mirror and now I'm speaking on a spiritual sense because now I'm speaking on are you reflecting the godliness are you reflecting God that when God sees you does he see himself in you those things that shouldn't be there are you saying Lord I need you to uproot these things or I need you to cut these things off of me I need you to take these things out of me because these things God are not in alignment with you and since they're not in alignment with you oh God I need you to remove them from my life I need you to purify my mind I need you to purify my actions I need you to purify the words that come out of my mouth oh God because Lord when I stand before you I want you to say well done thy good and faithful servant you don't want to get in a place where you just doing 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 and you not truly connecting with God because if all you doing is hearing the word and the word is not implanted in you then you're just going around doing things for what reason for self-gain because when the word is truly implanted in you, you're going to do it the way God requires you to do. You're going to spend time with God. You're going to be in commune with God. He will begin to show you those areas in your life that need to be changed. And he will begin to change those things. And not only will he change them, you will desire for them to be changed. So we have to take the time to be in a place where we, we are self-checking ourselves spiritually. Where we're saying, God, I want to reflect you. I want to walk like you. I want to be like you. I want to have the love that you have, oh God. Because see, we can't walk around in this life saying that we love people, but we picking and choosing how to love them. Some of us do that. And that's not the God standard type of love because God's standard type of love speaks of a love that's unconditional. That even if someone does you wrong, you're still going to love them. 
even though they may have said some things about you, you still going to love them and you will genuinely pray for them. And, uh, and for a lot of us, it's hard that when somebody have hurt us for us to genuinely pray for them. Yeah, we may pray for them and throw them in in the middle of our prayer and, and, and have ourselves believe in why I pray for them. But did you pray for them from your heart? Did you ask God to remove any bitterness in your heart so you can genuinely pray for them? Again, that's a self-check. Are you checking yourself when when somebody comes up against you? What are your actions? What are your thoughts? Because that right there is like the most important thing. What do you think of that person? Because see, we can say, you know, I love them and I just wish that we could work it out. And on the inside of your heart, you commit murder because you wish they was dead and you wish you could slap them. You wish you could strangle them. You wish you could just, you know, do something to them. And truly, where is your heart? When you open up your mouth and speak about those that have wronged you, where is your heart at? What does your heart speak? Are you allowing God to do the transformation? Or are you trying to hurry up and change the situation? Have you taken the time to say, I'm going to just shut down and I don't want to be bothered with them and I don't want to talk to that one and I'm not going to talk to this one and, you know, and I, I just don't want to be around this one and I don't want to be around that one. And the next thing you know, you find yourself in a really bitter situation and you're trying to figure out how in the world did I get here? What was I even feeling like this for? Or have you been that person that have said some things and done some things to somebody else and you don't even realize why you said it? You don't even realize why you did it? You don't even realize why you even treating them like that? And then when you take the time to reflect on what's going on, you don't even, you can't even pinpoint the reason why. When you allow yourself to get that deep, you need to check yourself and ask yourself, God, am I getting in the way, Lord? And if I'm getting in the way, oh God, I need you to begin to mend my heart so I can see things the way you desire me to see them. Because we become visually impaired oftentimes um, on this walk because we get to a certain place and almost feel like, oh yeah, I have made it. And then something happens and you realize you really haven't made it as far as you thought you've made it. Um, and you find yourself again, saying and doing things and, and interacting in ways with people that you shouldn't interact. Self check is important. Self check saves a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. Self check keeps us in alignment with God. Self-check says I'm paying attention to what I'm doing. Self-check keeps us intentional because in everything that we do, it should be intentional. It should be the intentional love of Christ. It should be the intentional brotherly love. It should be intentional in our perseverance. Our faith should be intentional and everything that we do should be intentional to love your sister should be intentional to be there for her when she needs a shoulder to cry on should be intentional when she makes a mistake and slip you shouldn't be there to tear her down but to bear her up it should be intentional because we when we are in a place where we are intentionally self-checking on a regular basis we are self-checking 
checking um, how we interact with people. We're self-checking um, our, our, our actions, our facial expressions, and, and our conversations that we have with people. We can't do nothing but grow. Truth be told, if we take the time to truly self-check in this journey, this walk with Christ, we can do nothing but grow because God will begin to transform you. When you when you take the time to self-check, God will transform you in ways that you can't even begin to imagine. Because you'll begin to realize things about yourself that you didn't realize. No one will have to come tell you about who you are and who you've been and how you acting and the things that you're saying. Because when you are truly in alignment with God and you allow God to step into your heart, that you can begin to check yourself in everything that you do. He will begin to reveal you to yourself so that you can be a better person. Because the, the idea in this walk is that we strive to be better. We're, we strive to be that example for others that when they see us to be better. And it's interesting because I had a conversation with somebody and, you know, we had been through some things and that person shared with me, you know, how they had to really look in the mirror and check themselves and say, hey, I shouldn't be acting like this and I shouldn't be doing this and I shouldn't be doing that. God, I need you to work on me because part of the problem is we're too busy pointing our fingers at somebody else and what they're doing and what they shouldn't be doing and how this is wrong and how that is wrong. And we find ourselves again in this judgmental places and, and holding people in contempt to certain things and we miss ourselves. We walk past that mirror that shows us our flaws and we kind of glance at it and we keep moving. We really don't stand in it and we really don't look at ourselves and we just keep moving and say, yeah, I checked myself today. I looked in the mirror today. But no, nah, you really didn't look in the mirror today. So as this person began to share with me how they began to go to God and open up their heart to what God was showing them about themselves. It was no longer what's wrong with this and what's wrong with that. It was what do I need to do to be a better person? Because truth be told, what we present to people, how we treat people, how we interact with people is what is going to come back to us. It may not come back to us from the person directly, but it may be from another person. So you got to understand that in this walk, you're going to go through some things, but that's no reason to put yourself in a place of, of, of being so guarded and, and, and putting yourself in a place that when you become so guarded, you become bitter and you become angry and, you know, and everyone is out to get you and everyone is out to hurt you and everyone is out to do you wrong. And unfortunately, some of us go through some things in life where we have been hurt by somebody. And so we say that we're going to protect ourselves and not allow anybody else that close to us. So we may meet somebody and they may have the greatest personality in the world, but then we begin to reflect on all the negative things that we went through in life and we get to this place and say, well, I'm just not going to let this person hurt me. And since I'm not going to let them hurt me, I'm not going to let them get this close to me and I'm not going to let them do this. 
And what we're doing is we're putting them in a position where we're treating them as though they were the ones that did us wrong. And they didn't even do anything. They didn't even have a chance before the relationship could really get started. It was destroyed before it got started. And we got to be mindful of those things. We're holding people accountable for things that have happened in our past. We're holding people accountable for things that they didn't even do. So we're holding them accountable because sister so-and-so did something to us. And because this person may do some things that remind me of sister so-and-so, and and it may be in a positive way that, well, if they did that, well, what's going to happen if I allow them to get too close, they're going to end up hurting me. How is it that you've already made them accountable for something that they didn't even do? It's time to check yourself. It's time for you to check the root of your anger, your bitterness, your hurt, and your pain. And ask God, Lord, I need you to uproot the anger, the bitterness, the pain, the frustrations of those that have hurt me in the past. Lord, I need you to set my sights on the right path, oh God. I need you to guide me in the right way, Lord. I want to be a doer of your word and not only a hearer of your word. I want to be able to stand before you reflecting Christ and not selfish ways and not evil ways, oh God. So understand as you walk this walk and you continue your journey, be mindful of the things that you say, the things that you do, and how you respond to people because those things make a big impact on others that we come in contact with. And then those that are standing off on the sidelines watching us or watching how we're acting and what we're doing, we're setting examples for them. And then we're setting examples also for the young people. We're teaching them how to treat people already. They haven't even been hurt yet, but we're teaching them. Well, I'm going to be guarded before I allow myself to be hurt. Again, if you have the love of Christ in you, love conquers a multitude of sins. So if we stay focused on Christ and we walk in the the way that he would want us to walk in and God's word is implanted in our heart, we can bear the fruit that God would desire for us to bear and bring forth. Therefore, we can pour into people positively. If we continue to check ourselves, we can pour into others positively. And how much better would our life be? Because carrying all of those things is nothing but burdens, it's nothing but weight, it's nothing but baggage. And God is not a God that he will want you to walk around burdened down with all of this baggage that's weighing you down. He wants you to let those things go. He wants you to live a life that's full of joy. You know, he wants you to have a life that's full of brotherly kindness and love and things of that nature. And so... We can't walk around weighed down, carrying all this baggage, being in these places and then putting people in places that they don't belong in. We need to think before we speak and we need to think before we act. And the word says, be slow to speak, slow to anger and quick to listen. 
You want your ears open. You want to hear what's going on, but you don't want to allow your emotions to drive you. And you don't want to open up your mouth too fast because you may regret what comes out. So we have to be mindful of what we're doing. We have to get serious, get strategic, and be intentional in this walk. And to intentionally love people is the best way to be. So again, get serious about checking yourself. Get strategic in how we treat each other. Be intentional in how we love. So tonight, today, whatever time of day it is as you're listening, I pray that God uses you mightily to be the greatest example that he would want you to be for those that are in front of you. I pray that God keeps you protected when you walk into situations where the enemy may try to attack you. I pray that God comforts you in moments and places of your life that you've been hurt and had to deal with pain. I pray that his word is implanted in you so much so that you become a a doer of his word and not just a hearer. And I pray that God continues to strengthen you through the process and that you continue to have perseverance and endurance all the way through, never giving up on being a better you. And I pray that you continue to to be in a place where there's always a self-check. You're always checking yourself so that you can grow and be better for you and that you can give people the best of who you are. So blessings to you tonight. And again, we read James chapter 1, verse 21 through 25, where it talks about being doers of the word not just hearers not deceiving yourself and not um having things where you're doing things of evil but doing what god requires you to do living in the standard that god requires you to live in and so i pray blessings and blessings and blessings upon your life as you move forward throughout the course of your day in jesus name